0: This is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. We're going into today, Joshua 8. And kind of to um, piggyback off of yesterday, where I ended was having you read the rest of Joshua 7. And you'll see at the end that if we look at verse 24, Joshua 6, 24, that we can see then Joshua together with all Israel took Achan, son of Zerai, the silver, the robe, the gold bar, his sons and daughters, his cattle, donkeys and sheep, his tent, and all that he had to the valley of Achor. Joshua said, why have you brought this trouble on us? The Lord will bring trouble on you today. Then all Israel stoned him. And after they had stoned the rest, they burned them. So, and over Achan, they heaped up a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger. Therefore, that place has been called the Valley of Acre ever since. And this piece right here reminds me when we talk about There are generational blessings and there are generational curses that the actions of our sins, whether we think we were doing this for our enjoyment or we were stealing it to bless our children or we were whatever we were doing of our own that was out of the will of God can bring back curses upon our family. For example, and I'm going to use an extreme one um, women and men who find themselves desperate in situation and sell wind up selling drugs. The selling of the drugs initially might be for to, to eat, to feed their family, but it doesn't end there, because then, would you want more things and you buy more things? Well, then you might even start using the product you're selling. And in the end, are your children better off than when you were trying to just feed them? Normally, it's the opposite. Normally, they can lose a parent to addiction, wind up in foster care, wind up with a parent in and out of rehab, but wind up with a life that's undesirable and lonely for that child. Or it could wind up in death, drug deals gone wrong, or whatever. It doesn't even have to be that dramatic. It could be you start out having an affair in the workplace with someone because maybe your husband's not giving you the attention you want. And you think it's just something that you're doing for you. And then it's found out. Maybe it's found out at the job, maybe it's found out by your husband, but maybe you lose your job, maybe you lose your husband, maybe you lose your children, maybe you wind up um alone, and then all of a sudden, how important was that moment that you risked everything for your family? And so when we decide to sin, know that the sin in our lives. And, you know, some of you might say, well, in the New Testament, Old Testament, no, it's still the word is still the same in regards to we bring sins upon our children and sometimes our children's children. And so we have to remember that because the Lord doesn't strike you down today for doing something does not mean he's forgotten or does not mean that there will be a price to pay. You can see in numerous times in the Old Testament that at times the Lord didn't pay back the father, but the son paid for the father's sin. And I'm sure many of us could look at whether our lives or people that we know, that their children are paying for the sins of the father or the mother. So Joshua and Israel, they... Root, they root out the person who was bringing them destruction. So the Lord then has them go back to AI. So here is a perfect example of going in repentance to God, realizing maybe you're going for a job and you got to this interview and it was a mess and it didn't work out, but you still need a job, don't you? And God promised you that you would be prosperous. So you go back and pray, and in your prayer and in reading the word the Lord reveals something you need to work on. And you work on it. And maybe you you now realize you need to practice your interview questions. But you go back. And when you go back, you're going back after repentance after you know knowing that you're in a position of victory with God. So now you're going for that interview for that position. So when we get to chapter 8, Joshua is taking 30,000 men, a lot more than he sent before, right? 10 times the amount of men. Because the Lord told him in verse 1, the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go up and attack Ai, for I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. Except this time, except you may carry off their plunder and livestock for yourselves and set an ambush behind the city. So the Lord gives detailed instructions. And when I opened up a holistic health practice in 2005, the Lord gave me detailed plan of how to open it and how to do it. And it was in the middle of the night. And I got up and literally, I did the business exactly the way the Lord said, And the business did very well. And I was shocked at how quickly the business was successful. And so I know for a fact from my experience, so I know for your experience that God will do the same thing for you. Please don't get caught up in believing that what the Lord will do for me or someone else that you deem serves God that he won't do for you. It doesn't mean it's the exact same thing. For me, it was a holistic business. Maybe for you, it's a tire business. Maybe for you, it's a promotion at your job. Maybe for you, it's your husband getting a promotion in his job. Or maybe it's sickness and getting a doctor's report that the cancer that they thought was there is no longer there. Whatever that promise is, God will fulfill it. And so I love it where it says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid at this time if you've had to battle against something more than once. As you can see here, Joshua failed on his first attempt because he had to do what? Clean house. He had to dig up and root out the areas of of his life and the lives of the Israelites. He had to root out. The sin. He had to root out what was going, what was defeating them in the eyes of God. And you may have things that you need to root out of your life. So know that once you've done that work, then you go back with the Lord and he will guide your path and give you a plan. So don't ever feel like, well, I tried, I tried to start a business, Lisa, and well, it didn't work. Maybe you didn't try. With God's plan. Maybe you didn't, maybe you started with lies, or maybe you started with where you were in your life that you weren't transparent and truthful and honest with yourself or others. This time, go with your mind renewed. Go with a healthy mindset. Go with God, knowing that I'm living and breathing. I will tell you when you own your own business or you're trying to get promoted to an executive role you need God guidance more than ever. And when you have a business and you're praying for clients to call, show up or buy online, the only place you can get that confidence is from God, because it's a very uncomfortable, it feels unsafe, it feels scary. And your relationship with God is the only thing that will help you maintain your sanity and your peace. So I want you to think about do not be afraid. When you feel yourself engaging in fear, remember, the more fear you take on, the less faith you're going to have for power to move those mountains. So and don't be discouraged because the first time you tried, it didn't work. The second time you tried, it didn't work. Think about inventors. How many times does an inventor try to perfect something before it actually works? How many times did they try to fly an airplane? How many injuries, how many crashes happen before success happened? So every time you fail at something that you're trying to win at a job or promotion or a business, know that every failure is moving you closer to your success. If you give up, it's done. You have failed you then will be discouraged because you stopped. The momentum is to move forward. Sometimes we're on the road for one thing, and the Lord blesses us with something totally different. But we have to be moving in order to receive. And we're moving with God, and we're praying and listening for his instruction. So they did ambush the men of Ai, AI, just like the Lord stated. They took the city And they were able to take the the plunder and the livestock for themselves. Our goal is to work to receive reward, right? To receive success. God does not have us living to fail. We choose failure because his word chooses life for us. You, believe it or not, can be succeeding even though you don't feel good at this moment. Because as we're moving toward our success, there will be trials, there will be temptations, there will be struggle. But you have to stay focused on the end game. What am I doing at the end of this struggle? I win. I'm not talking about heaven. We got that too. I'm talking about right here on planet Earth that we have to live knowing that God planned for us a successful life here and there. Our light can't shine in front of men without success. Our light shining shows that we serve a powerful God, that we serve a God that's faithful. We serve a God that provides us, to helps us become fruitful. That we serve a God that they will envy and desire to follow as well. So, my friends, the first step, as you started yesterday, was to dig up the things that are preventing you from God. And most of those things are your mindset. You need to reset your thinking to what the word says about you. It comes back to your identity statements. So, I want you to hold on to that. Because if we look down to verse 30, they renew their covenant at Mount Ebal. They renew their covenant to God. That's what I'm asking you to do today. That when you fail, you renew your covenant. You repent. You ask the Lord to forgive you and you renew. It's like you tripped. You fall down. You dust yourself off. You patch up those wounded areas where you may be bloodied. You put a um, Band-Aid on that bad boy and you thank the Lord and you say, Lord, I pray for you to continue with me. I pray for you to strengthen me. And Lord, I recommit these steps that I take forward to be with you and for you and within your plan for my life. And you keep moving. Because what we want is blessings, not curses. And we have to read the word. In the end, it talks about Joshua, reading the law of Moses. What do you do to keep yourself focused? It's to remind yourself to read the scriptures that those areas that you dug up, that were maybe they were lies or envy or jealousy or stealing. Fill those areas with how you counter those behaviors. Because what you don't want is to dig that hole again. If you got rid of envy, jealousy, um, deceit, whatever it may be, you don't need to leave that hole open for the enemy to come and fill it with something else. You want to seal that with the word of God and seal it with your forgiveness and know that you know what, I may stumble, but I'm going to get up and enemy, you will not keep me down. That's the mindset we have to have. We need to renew our salvation. I pray you a blessed today and we'll talk tomorrow.